0: Hi, and welcome to the Colorado Tech Podcast from the Colorado Technology Association, bringing you insights into our tech community. I'm your host, Frannie Matthews. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome. I'm Frannie Matthews, President and CEO of Colorado Technology Association. And here we are with the Colorado Tech Podcast. Today, I am joined by Joan Logan, Lumen Technologies Senior Vice President of Sales for the West Region. And Joan also has responsibility for media and entertainment verticals. Welcome Joan. You've had a rich career in the telecommunications industry. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got started and what your journey
1: looked like. Sure, thing. And thank you, Franny. I appreciate the opportunity to be to be here today and to be part of CTA. And just such great work is being done. And Lumen and myself are very proud to be part of it. And yes, my journey. My journey actually, I can't believe it started 25 years or so ago, actually, probably north to 30 now, um, when my daughter was six months old and I needed to go to work and was looking for a sales job. Um, and I had the fortunate opportunity to interview and get a position at a company called AllNet Communications. AllNet was a regional long-distance provider, and we were knocking on doors, learning how to sell a bunch of 20-some-year-old people, just learning the industry, and really um, learned a lot there, learned how to handle sales objections, learned how to take care of a customer, but more importantly, learned how to be part of a team in in a business and a professional environment. Um, many people in this industry have sporting sport backgrounds. I do as well, and that really played well into that environment at that time. Um, Allnet became um, and was purchased by a company called Frontier, which is a combination of six different companies across the United States. Then we became, after that, Global Crossing, and many people on this, you know, with that listen into CTA probably have heard of, from Global Crossing. Um, we were. a laying fiber across the globe and a network that still stands today. And fortunately I still work with some of those people from that time. And that was a really good opportunity for, for all of us. And then Global Crossing uh, was purchased by Level 3 and that has roots here in Colorado. Um, many people are very familiar with and just as such a great organization, um, engineer, engineering company that was just sound from an infrastructure perspective. Um, that fiber, that on-net capability, uh, the products and service that were built then still stand today. And after level three, a few years there, we then were purchased by CenturyLink. And CenturyLink and level three came together. In a few years, we um, rebranded ourselves as past year as Lumen. um, And you'll see us as Lumen um, or Quantum Fiber from our uh, mass markets um, perspective. Um, and then also CenturyLink in some of those areas. So it's been a heck of a ride. Um, I've learned a tremendous amount over the years, not just on how to sell, how to lead teams, but more importantly, how to build a culture and how to be very thankful for great people that you work with, because that really, at the end of the day, has been the most important thing.
0: Well, I would say you also learned how to be agile and nimble because this, uh, this uh, um, telecommunications industry uh, never stays the same. Um, and you, your journey is really the, the history of the telecommunications industry. Lots of consolidation and lots of change. Um, you, as you, you know that I spent a lot of, of years working mm-hmm. with telecom companies and uh, just seeing what happened from the time of the modified final judgment to the Telecommunications Act of ninety six which caused an explosion of innovation and um, entrance into the market. What I love about working in telecom is the fact that, you know, and you hit on it, you know, your customer expects perfection and the telecommunications industry has provided that perfect perfection. They, you know, there's an expectation of performance and there's the expectation of availability, not being five nines, but all the time. And that's, uh, I think that that's a great training ground for um, anyone for for their careers. The other thing that that strikes me is that with all that transition came innovation and changes in what was being delivered. So I think oftentimes we think, oh, telecommunications, that's infrastructure, that's uh that's transport, but it's really a lot more, isn't it?
1: Yeah, Franny, it's uh, it's very interesting. I think any of us in this business know that if change hasn't happened in a few months that we better get ready for something coming soon um, within our own organizations and different businesses that we serve. Um, but from a technology perspective, things have been changing over the years at Lightspeed. You know, when we started in this business, you and I kind of have the same uh, trajectory and have done the same things when we started, it was just so different. It was basic long distance service. You know, who, who is going to be our provider that would place our long distance calls? Um, then we moved into the internet and we moved into networking. And now as businesses are transforming digitally, it's questions are: yes, infrastructure is just a must. That's a that's table stakes, you know, the infrastructure globally. But what is that? What is a company and business's cloud strategy? What are, what are they doing from an adaptive network perspective? Um, how are they connecting in a hybrid work environment? What is their work from anywhere structure? And then most importantly, for everyone on that's probably gonna listen to this podcast, how are they securing it in today's environment and in today's world? So yes, multiple changes, um, technology moving at light speed, but at the end of the day, the most important thing always stays the same, and that's the customer experience that you provide to not just your, your, your customers and your clients, but also to your employees. What is the experience that they have working for your company? What is the experience that your customers have doing business with your company? And that never changes. You know, it's, it's, we, we call it at Lumen – know, furthering human progress through technology and the fourth industrial revolution. And I think that just really hits home with what all enterprises are trying to accomplish today.
0: Well, it's also, you know, uh, as a, as such an amazing partner to your customers, you're making an impact on your customers' customers. So it, I, I find it, um, I, I find business in general just fascinating uh, right now. And And particularly as we go through what you alluded to, this digital transformation that all businesses are going through. And I am captivated by the emerging technologies that are also converging, such as AI, robotics, IOT, um, even blockchain uh, and how it affects the supply chain um, for all businesses. Um, so, so, if we look at Industry 4.0, um, it's really getting our physical environment mapped to the digital environment so closely. And with that, you know, our ch- supplies chain should be more nimble, and they're not necessarily a chain as much as a network. And, and manufacturing, as we know, it is going to change dramatically with robotics and being able to have that really nimble environment for where things are manufactured and how they're manufactured. So with that communication between all those elements is critical. So how has that changed and where uh, you know, is the industry and where is Lumen specifically going as we see this transformation?
1: No, that's a great points. And you know, five years ago, three years ago, many of us in this business would have been talking about wavelengths and networks and static networks and lots of human touch. And through digital transformation and AI and all the things that you mentioned, Franny, it's now how autonomous can the network be? How how much less How much can we take the human element out of it so that we have flexible, agile efficiencies and processes that allow our IT counterparts and business counterparts to be able to really work on their business to allow them to make money in their company so that the IT and the network services work on their own. Um, And you look at at a, a manufacturing, for example, Previously, many in the telecommunications industry would have gone and sold what I just said before, wavelengths, IP, those types of service infrastructure. We're still doing that, but now it's an entire solution set. And we're all, and we're looking at the IT leaders in these companies and helping them solve problems. So maybe it's a, a move to robotics. Maybe it's the Internet of Things in their factories. There are so many instances of that where we're creating in our in our Counterparts in this industry are creating smart factory situations, smart arenas, touchless arenas. Um, all of those things play into what former tech uh, telecommunications companies look like to now what technology companies in this space are doing, giving a company a full, I would say, roadmap from A to Z on how to transform their business from traditional networking into adaptive networking to secure it to bring in your clouds, your data center, um, everything that goes into making sure applications run in a a quick, efficient manner, to taking workloads closer to the edge and to driving a great customer experience are all things we're all working on every day.
0: Well, and and the the concept of edge computing, I I just look at it as the ability to, to drop the latency, have work done where it needs to be done and mm-hmm. and yet not and also not have the latency. Um, that's right, it, secure, it, securely. It, in in this environment, that's even more important. with With humans, we're kind of slow, <laughs> so right. we don't right. even notice the latency. But if you're connecting things,
1: mm-hmm. that's right. Think about think about a um, a gamer that's sitting at their home playing Fortnite. How quickly do you need those applications? to run machine to machine, to ensure that you're, you're, that, that, that experience for the gamer is top notch, because if it's not, they're gone. And right. those are the kind of applications that we're all trying to serve in this industry today. And you know online betting is another very interesting um, vertical that, that is driving those types of uh, latency discussions. Um, so it's just such a, a uh, it's changed so much over the years and to see where we are now in an industry that started with selling long distance, selling an internet circuit to these type of discussions. And it kind of plays into as well, Franny. you know, IT organizations truly, they have also, CIOs have taken such a different um, stature stature in an organization. Previously, maybe they didn't get the money they needed or the budgets they needed or the decision capabilities that they needed. CIOs now are running running budgets that probably are bigger than most budgets within organizations. And it's just completely switched around and you've seen how it can drive efficiencies into businesses, how it can help companies make money, how it solves problems. And really, again, at the end of the day, you said it earlier, so their customers have a better experience.
0: Right, right. And, and just, I don't know many organizations don't that don't have... Technology in the forefront of their own solution.
1: Yeah, but do you agree that it was not that way?
0: Oh, no, not ago? at all. It was a no. cost center, and yep. it yes. was all every year. It was mm-hmm. it was uh, budgets going down because that was how they were going to drive drive a bigger bottom line. It wasn't about actually hitting the, the top revenue. That's
1: right.
0: Uh, That's right, top line revenue. So it, it's all very interesting. The other thing that you touched on a little bit is getting rid of the lots of human touch in this mm-hmm. that automation not only uh streamlines it it yep. reduces uh risk tra- dramatically
1: well, um, and all, all segments of the business are looking to automate from you know our mass market consumer business to that what we call regional enterprise that mid markets group they want a transactional secure way to place orders on, in a digital environment. Um, our larger accounts want the same thing in different ways. And so automation and flexible, agile um, processes to help that make that happen for our customers is just critically important.
0: Well, and I think it's really important to the mid-market because they're competing often uh, uh, with very large enterprises that have economy of scale. But automation kind of is a level playing field. Uh, if you can set it up, mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of linear. That's right. Uh, ex, as opposed to exponential on your economies as you get larger. Um, you also um, talked a bit about culture and people. I think along the lines of this more comprehensive um you know, look at what telecommunications solutioning is, that it's not just infrastructure, takes a tremendous amount of burden off leaders. I think that probably the biggest thing that I hear from leaders is just handling the complexity of of the environment they're in.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And it's it's always on our minds, you know, how do we find the best talent? How do we retain the best talent? Um, How do we build a culture that people want to stay in and feel like they are, um, they feel like they're acknowledged and feel part of and um, help they know that they have a career path. I believe that if you invest in the right people, you recognize them, you train them, you give them a career path, you make them part of a culture, then they are going to be passionate about what they do. And then if they're passionate about what they do, then they're going to drive the productivity that we all Our drive that we all need to run our businesses effectively. And we're just, through the years we've really, all of us have tried to build a culture of care and a culture of success. And when we've done that and the magic happens, that's when we've seen our best markets. And uh, that's been the most fun and the most rewarding for me through my 25 years. It's great to make a big sale. It's great to run the top region. I think we can all have, we all have stories of that, but really at the end of the day, when you help someone um, in their career, to drive and have have the ability to do the things that they want to do and feel really good about it. That's that's been the best for me personally.
0: That that's how I feel as well. And I I do think that you know proper implementation of technology is a facilitator for that because oh. it allows people to operate at the top of their skill set. Mm-hmm. They're doing really things agree. that are like fixing things that are inefficient. Mm-hmm. That is not where they want to be. They want to be on that forefront in, in most instances, I, I find.
1: Yep, completely agree. Do not dis- we try to, try to improve those every day internally to make sure that we've got a place people feel comfortable working.
0: So Joan, we've talked a lot about innovation. And when you think about what's going to happen in the next five years, 10 years, what's this going to look like?
1: Tranny, yes. If we all had a crystal ball and look back 10 years, wow, what we could have done. Uh, as we look five years forward, I think we're going to continue to look at the how, we, how do we go to work every day? Is it back to the office every day? Is it a hybrid environment? Is it a work from anywhere? I think it's going to be a combination of all of it. And I think businesses will spend a lot of time over the next year really figuring that out. We've proven that we can use our collaboration services. We can use... Um, uh, you know, our mobile phones and work from anywhere devices to do business, just like we always have. So that's going to continue to change and evolve. Um, um, we're figuring that out ourselves and being very um, thoughtful in how we return to work. Then as well, when we look at technology, you know, we're continuing from really looking for, we talked about it at the beginning, organizations want to have an autonomous network. They want to take people out of it. So What's the next step in, in adaptive networking? What is, what's multi-cloud gonna look like? What is our strategy gonna look like with that integration? I think that's gonna be at the forefront and how we take all of that and get it to a point where everything's portal driven. How does 5G play into that? That will play a big part across the entire globe. Um, and edge, you know, taking applications closer to the end user, that's gonna be critical. The streaming devices, the Netflix of the world, all of those things are just going to continue to create demand. And Edge edge is a big player there, as well as all the things that we just talked about. And then security stays at the forefront. It has to be a secure network. Our customers have to feel that they have a reliable, secure solution that's delivering all of the things that we just talked about.
0: Well, I think that was a pretty good uh, synopsis, synopsis because I think that all those things are going to happen. And I think they're going to happen very, very quickly. I agree. I don't think
1: it's going to be five years.
0: No, I don't either. It, there's not a lot of friction and there's a lot of innovation uh, right. coming down the pipe. So it's an
1: exciting time to be in this business.
0: It is exciting time. It, it's very exciting. It's a little daunting. The, the uh, rate of change is a little daunting for all of us, but I think it's, uh, it's an amazing time. Uh, to be in telecommunications. Um, so, so Joan, uh, I'd like to wind up with um, a, a uh, off the cuff question for you. You have recently moved to Colorado. What right. has your experience been moving to Colorado and seeing this tech community?
1: Oh, wow. Um, yes, we are what we like to call newbies to Colorado. I'm a born and bred um, Midwestern person from Ohio and uh, this has been just a great move. Um, what, a, what a wonderful community that, uh, you know, my first time with CTA was last year and made some very good uh, connections. Saw some people that I had uh, reconnected with and it's a giving community. It's a community that wants each other to succeed. It's a community that invests in education and the employee base here. And I couldn't be prouder to be part of it. Um, what we do Um, At Lumen and all the great organizations um, across Denver and the entire state, it's furthering human progress. It's helping people in time of need. And you didn't see it any better than what happened last year starting in March when we all had to, again, just change on a dime how we did business. But also we kept people, the people of Colorado um, at the forefront. And every CIO that's part of this organization played a part in that. Whether it was from healthcare, whether it was from um, food to delivery, I mean, everybody played a part in trying to make this a better situation for this community, and uh, CTA played a big part of that. You
0: know, Joan, I, I well, first of all, I hope you're here for a long time. We, Thank you. We would love to have you in the Colorado ecosystem, um, helping. And I do agree with you: is that we had, we had. Uh, information technology heroes that kept right. businesses great going, kept, yeah, kept kids in, in school. school. Yep.
1: Um, My husband's an educator. I saw that firsthand. That is, you know, hats off to them, hats off to our healthcare workers. What a, it was an interesting time to move to the area. And, but to see everybody pull together and make a really tough situation, in some instances really thrive. Um, and it was great to be part of it.
0: That's how I felt about the last year because it was uh, it was a challenging year. We, you know, at CTA, we had to change our business model completely, and we did it. And we did it because the community supported us, and we did it because we've got a group of people that were dedicated to not doing it reluctantly, but doing it as the best we could possibly produce. So, yeah. um, with that, I think we should tie up this uh, conversation. We are thrilled to have you participating as the presenting sponsor of Sea Level at a Mile High. Very excited about this year's event and um, look forward to many more.
1: We appreciate it, Franny. Thank you so much.